G'day, how are ya? It's Aiden Jones here and you are listening to the Battle Podcast. <laughs> we are at war with a hidden enemy. Nah, it's sitting under a tree. That's what the podcast is. Sorry. Sorry if everyone thought this was the Battle Podcast. That's next week. <laughs> the Battle Podcast. <laughs> Fuck, that's really funny, isn't it? What would that be? <laughs> Let's just all try and imagine that for a second. The Battle Podcast. It's like, um, like at the start of a war, they're like, you know... Uh, like uh, the football season has like the football season podcast at the start of the war. They're like, all right, we've got to buy guns, uniforms. We need to set up a podcast <laughs> to let everyone know how the war's going. <laughs> and it's just like they get a different guy in from the field every day to oh, talk about, you know, which of his friends are dead. Okay, that's sad. That's sad. The battle podcast isn't a funny podcast. It's a real fucking... It's about the world, man. It's about real shit, people, stories, family. Welcome to the Battle Podcast. Fucking what am I talking about? Come on, can't let's ding the fucking teacup with the pen and have a little sip. Too hot, but I knew that would be too hot. That's fine. The reason I'm singing, uh, what's it called? The Ride of the Valkyries? Okay, Google. What's that song called? That classical song about the Valkyries by Wagner. According to Wikipedia, Die Walker, WWV 86B, is the second of the four music dramas that constitute Richard... Yeah, all right. Uh, maybe it's just the Valkyrie. Maybe that's just it. Die Valkyrie. Die Valkyrie, the Valkyrie. It is just the Valkyrie. All right. Well, you know, I'm a genius. Um, the reason I'm singing that, oh, it's kind of embarrassing. I, I've, I've been itching for like two months, two and a half, maybe more. I can't remember. And I've, we've figured out. We reckon, me and the lady I'm seeing, who is a doctor. I mean, I feel like I'm very high energy today, don't I? I've been shouting the whole time. What am I shouting about? I'm not wearing any pants. <laughs> I've got scabies, all right? I've got fucking scabies. And if you don't know what scabies is, it's fucking mites, microscopic mites in your skin. That's what I've got. That's where I'm at. <laughs> so that's why, that's why this is the battle podcast is because I just went out and bought some fucking... Lie clear scabies cream uh, permethrin 5% and uh, I fucking stripped naked in my room and I lathered my whole body up with it head to toe soles of the feet in between the little between your toes the whole shit in your butt crack man it goes not in your asshole but it goes in your butt crack it definitely goes in the crack 
<laughs> you are joking if you think that I'm not putting that cream in my butt crack. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry and I'm ashamed. I feel ashamed for this thing. It's gross. I got little fucking cunts in my skin. Fuck off, I reckon. You are evicted. And I went to the doctor twice about it and both times. It was a different doctor each time because the first time the guy I went to, he was like, come back next week. And then I went back to see him and he was he was like on holiday. He, was, he didn't say, I'm on holiday. <laughs> I get there. He's just standing out the front of the clinic wearing a Hawaiian shirt going, I'm on holiday. <laughs> Nah, 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 nah. Nah, that didn't happen. But I got a different guy. So like, and I've read that scabies with this fucking website was like most medical professionals will miss scabies at least once because it's just hard. So what it is, is these little cunts burrow into your skin and the way that you diagnose it is you can see the little squiggly trails where they burrow from the surface of your skin into the like layer in between the surface and they don't go into your organs or your muscle or whatever. They just stay in that kind of top layer of skin and they're like half a millimeter long. So they're tiny, tiny, tiny little cunts. And um, yeah, man, it's just but the, the other day that fucking itching was so bad. And it's just been bad. It's been bad. So, yeah, you got to go get this cream. And then you got to leave the cream on for like eight hours. And they'd say do it at night. But I'm like, I will not wait. I'm just imagining them now, you know? Like, I will not wait another fucking second. I'm just... I was trying to sleep last night knowing that that's what was up. Imagining just a little fortress of fucking mites in my skin oh god I'm, I, i've got to stop talking about it because i can it's grossing people out i'm so sure it's grossing you guys out it's fucked and i gotta like wash all my bed sheets and they can't survive without contact with human skin for more than like a few days so all my jackets i'm just i'm just not gonna wear all of my jackets i'll pick one jacket to wear this week wear that for the week the rest of them stay in the wardrobe and then, like, at the end of this week, I fucking reapply after a week. And then, you know, I just, oh, God. Oh, well, I think that's calmed me down. Anyway, how are you guys? You doing good? Nice week, you know, fun time. Anyone else feeling itchy? Any got little invaders? Yeah, man. I've had a good week. Um, you know what? Maybe this is a gross podcast this week. Maybe this is the overshare week because I got another little fucking factoid for you. I've not been watching porn. I'm trying to fucking get off of that um, and stop wasting my time jerking off and watching porn because I hate that I do it. I think it's a waste of time. I think it's just like... Uh, it's it's like distraction that I just let myself get sidetracked by this shit. Um, oh, you know what? Maybe I should... Fu- uh, oh, I'm in two minds about like all of this information is like one, because I'm ashamed 
and so like a personal, you know, maybe I shouldn't talk about it because I feel shame, which is less important than the second reason, which is that maybe it's just not good podcasting and maybe that's not the podcast that people want to hear me talk about <laughs> bugs in my skin and porn and my own, you know, dirty sexual proclivities. Um but here we are and, you know, as a friend of mine once said, do what got you to the dance. And by the way, this week, another hundred listeners clocked over another hundred, which is great. So let's see how that number goes <laughs> after we... I'm going to war with the listeners. I'm going to war with the people who uh, I'm a general turning around and firing on his own troops. Here we have General Jones who turned around and fired on his own men. Jones, why'd you do it? Well, you know, I think the stench of success has uh, it just it revolts me. And any hint of it, and I will turn. <laughs> Self-sabotage is just such a beautiful, beguiling, um, etc. <laughs> all right, all right. So here's what I've been thinking. I've noticed oh, t- twice this year I've seen a sex worker. And I'm not proud of it. I, that's weird that people say that, isn't it? After they admit something shameful, they go, I'm not proud of it. It's like as if you would be. <laughs> they go, look, I've been cheating on my wife for three years and I'm not proud of it. Like it'd be weird if you're like, I've been cheating on my wife for three years and I reckon that's fucking sick. <laughs> Write that down, Aiden. That is very funny. I'm not proud of it. Not proud of it. <laughs> That's funny, isn't that? That is funny. That is. Like anytime someone admits like, why, why would you be proud of that? What would that sound like to be proud of having seen a sex worker? I, <laughs> I've seen a sex worker twice this year and I just want to say, you know, it's not for me. I do it for the community, all right? And I do it because a lot of these, well, I mean, both of them that I've seen, You know, English, clearly second language, most likely immigrants. And that's the kind of community that I'm trying to support those people, you know, because if the government won't do it and our elected officials won't do it, then you have to take matters into the private sphere. That'd be someone that that is a character of someone who is proud of doing something that they're ashamed of. All right. Um, Yeah, man, I've seen a sex worker and I've you just... I've not the the problem isn't that I've seen sex worker and it's one it's not even like a I'm not going to a brothel I'm, it's just I don't know whether that makes it better or worse but to clarify I'm not going to brothels I'm going to those massage places where they jerk you off afterwards and the first time I mean, I've done it before, but overseas and I always thought I wouldn't do it in Australia because then it would be more accessible. I think I think I've always kind of suspected that this is a, a problem waiting to fucking happen with me. Um, yeah, let's get into it. Let's get in. I'm feeling I'm feeling myself sinking down into 
you know, this this is going to be one of those podcasts where I just fucking try and dig down and do therapy on myself while talking into a microphone. And if you're here for that, then go on to iTunes and Spotify and leave us five stars. Five stars for the Aiden Jones Battle Podcast. <laughs> Very inspiring stuff. Thank you, General Jones. Oh, man. Um... I, I I always knew this was a problem fucking waiting to happen. And the fact that I've... So the first time I was doing this work for this company that I've been working for and I went into... You just go into, you know, go into retail outlets and I have to talk to them and give them signage and whatever. And I went into one and I went upstairs and I did the thing and then the chick was there wearing like a skimpy nighty, and I was like, oh, this is one of those, isn't it? She was like, do you want a massage? And I was like, yeah. All right. Like I kind of hesitated and she knew that I did and I definitely did. So we went into the thing and then, you know, halfway through, she's like, it's a bit more money if you want me to do that. And I was like, done. Did it, left, sure. And now that I know that's possible and that that's the kind of place that it is, like it's got that neon sign and it's the one with the like, you can't see in through the windows. The windows are all blacked up because it's like, oh, private, naughty, bad, sexual. Um. Now that I know that that's the kind of place that you go to, I'm seeing them everywhere. And I, I'm starting to understand maybe a little bit or like at least sympathize with, I can't imagine what it's like to be addicted to online gambling, man. Because that shit is fucking everywhere. Like I walk down dodgy streets and every now and then I'll see like a massage parlor and I'm like, I could go in there and get some chick to jerk me off, give me a massage and jerk me off. And, you know, it would be gratifying relief to give into that urge. But I also like the reason I don't want to do it is because it's expensive. It's like a hundred bucks, fine. But like a hundred bucks, I mean, it's a lot of money, especially to be spending. If you do it once, you do it a few times, suddenly you're doing it a bunch. And I, I had a mate years ago who said that he had spent like know, some exorbitant amount of money on sex work like a couple grand in a month, you know? And it just gets out of hand, whatever. But I can't imagine what it's like to have that kind of compulsion with something like online gambling because all of these things, these lights, these colors, these sounds, you know, online or whatever, they're all made to draw us in. And if your thing isn't like... I'm I'm trying to figure out, I guess, in therapy and everything, where does this come from for me? And um, maybe a part of it is like sexual gratification without a personal connection. You know, like I want to, I want to feel that thing, whatever that is, when you're, it's like sexual with another person, but without the anxiety of having to care about that person. Um, that's what that thing is for me. But whatever it is for someone who's like, you know, gambling is their thing or some shit that you can get online that you don't actually have to walk into a place. Um, yeah, fuck, man. It would just be everywhere. I can't imagine if I had this thing, but instead of having to walk into a place and look someone in the eyes and lie down on a table and give them money, instead, if it was just like you fucking just click a button and put in your credit card details and then all the money just goes out of your account. Like, oh my God, horrific. Oh, I've spilled tea on my fucking notebook, haven't I? 
Oh, God. Oh, no. But anyway, and so I'm seeing this girl, and I spoke to her about it, and, um, you know, I mean, even just like, other, like I just, yeah, I want to, I would like to um, take control back. I think that's what I want to say. I almost did a voice then because I feel silly. To, I want to take control. I want to be, I, I want to be in control of my own life and my destiny. What do they say on Seinfeld? Master of my own domain. Anyway, I don't know, man. I don't know why I'm talking about this. I don't have heaps to say about it yet. And like, I just, I guess I wanted to say it so that it's said, so that I've said it out loud because I realized after speaking about it with the girl that I'm seeing, like I just, I hadn't actually spoken about it out loud at all with anyone. And I spoke about it with her. And then I spoke about it with a friend yesterday, the day before, whatever. And I was like, oh man, I'm, I've really not been talking about this. Um, and that is, I think, you give something power when you don't talk about it and try and keep it to yourself. You give that thing more power over you because it's like the shame. It's a thing that you struggle with privately. Um, <laughs> we have this joke, a problem. I was, t- <laughs> I was talking to the girl thing about like, um, she says a problem shared is a problem halved. And I was like, but what, but like, what about if you share your problem with me and now you're worrying about the same amount and but now I'm worrying about you as well. Sounds to me like a problem shared is a problem doubled. Twice. Two X. Anyway, we have a joke about that. We're just, we've been laughing. We've, we're just, we've been laughing. All right. We have jokes. We get along. You know, it's fun. All right. <laughs> Can you see with this defensiveness why it might feel nice for me every now and then to- to be touched without having to go through the mental fucking gymnastics of actually having to be like close to someone emotionally because I'm such a psycho. It's like, yeah, man, it is nice to pay a hundred bucks <laughs> and not need to fight against myself um, <laughs> the whole way just to be like, okay, so I care about you, but also like my relationship with my parents is weird. <laughs> You know, you go see a sex worker. They don't give a fuck about your parents. They just touch your dick. Oh, what a relief. God, 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 God. Anyway, the reason I wanted to kind of talk about it, here's a positive, is I haven't haven't jerked off in like a week um, and I've been feeling way more productive. I've been feeling on point this week. And... Maybe it's something about like I. This week's been really intense. Now that I look back on it, haven't been jerking off, but I've been thinking about that a lot because I've not been doing it. And obviously, all the stuff's still there. TikTok, TikTok is just a soft porn factory at this point. My algorithm, anyway. Um. So every time I fucking go on that app, I'm just like, oh. But I'm not doing anything about it. Um, you know, so there's that, but then there's also the itching, like I'm just itching like crazy, which in a way is kind of meditative because there's no way to be preoccupied with other stuff in your life if your skin is on fire. (laughs) 
<laughs> Maybe the bugs are a good thing. <laughs> uh, oh no, I'm killing my friends. <laughs> Listen to my skin. General Jones firing on his own men. Oh, oh. Maybe it's a meditative thing. It brings you back into the moment. Maybe we should all, maybe in Buddhist monks, like in Buddhist monasteries, it'd be good if they just released a bunch of, a bunch of skin mites into the, into the lin, into those fucking orange robes that those guys wear. <laughs> Get a bunch of scabies mites in there. Your boys are just scratching the whole time. How fucking... I want... Like, they're so chill, aren't they? They think they're so fucking good, Buddhist monks. What if you put a bunch of skin mites in their robes? Would they be able to sit there the whole time not scratching? Or would they just... Like, would they need to start scratching? Because there's the idea that, like, you notice the itch and then you think about where it is and you just, like, kind of let it be and it goes away. But, like, could you be so mindful and so calm that you just live at peace with these... I mean, they're just, they're just other living creatures, you know, other consciousnesses. The reason the itch happens is our bodies are uh, allergic to them. It's an allergic reaction to these bugs. So, like, maybe you could just fucking... You could just train your mind to not be allergic to them and then you could just be like a symbiotic creature. Maybe they would even add... Maybe they give you, like, reinforced skin, you know? Or maybe they would, like, mend the skin. But they're shitting in your skin. Nah, you can't have bugs shitting in your skin. You know, live there... Eat there, fuck there, sure. Don't be shitting there, man. Because they do, they shit, the, they shit in your skin. At least shit in my butt. At least go down to my butt. <laughs> where, where my shit is and shit there. <laughs> this is the grossest podcast. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry to all 105 people who listened in the first week last week. You know, if you knew... This isn't what it always is. It's not always this. It always, right, right now, what it is, me apologizing for myself and who I am, you know, that's what it normally is. But it's not normally the stuff that I'm apologizing for this week, which is talking about skin shit, talking about cum, wanking. Ugh. What did I do last week? That's what I normally talk about. It's been a lovely week. <sighs> I helped my mate move on Wednesday. Tuesday and Thursday, I went to Frankston for work for, you know, this job. And they're like, oh, mate, that is a minefield. Talk about walking past places where I know I could go in and get a massage and a little wristy. Fuck, man. This place. Every second shop is a neon sign blinking at me saying open and fucking covered up windows. God damn it. It's hard. But I'm like, no, don't do it. Work on emotional closeness with the person that you're 
developing a relationship with Friday, talked to my mate about acting, uh, and then Saturday did an improv class. That was fucking cool, man. I've never done improv before. I, w- I think maybe once when I just moved to Melbourne in 2012, I uh, went to the Improv Conspiracy. Shout out to those guys. That was what, that was the course that I went to. Um, yeah, I reckon I went to maybe like one of their introduction courses in 2012 when I first moved, but then I found out that you need to pay and it's like 400 bucks. And I was like, I don't have... What? <laughs> no way, man. So yeah, that was a no-go. But went again, went to like an intro course this week and... Uh, had a lovely time, met some, you know, lovely people, did improv. It was really cool to have this exercise of like <clears throat> just being in the moment. We did a bunch of improv games where the the whole idea is that you can't plan. You're bouncing off the other person. And I think that's such a huge thing for me is I always plan. Whenever I go on stage, even this podcast a little bit, like I go on and I plan vaguely what I'm going to say to give myself a little safety net. And I think my best moments come from when I go past the, the the amount that I've planned or I intentionally leave the kind of course that I plotted for myself and go into unknown territory. That for me is always the best. It's like when I'm in the moment there with myself and my fucking and my little mates in my skin. And the improv course had a bunch of games designed to force you to do that with the other person and to listen to them because that's part of it as well as listening i guess in stand-up rather than listening to another person you listen to the audience and what they're telling you um so yeah i had a huge day on saturday man did improv oh friday night uh went saw uh andrew portelli shout outs to him melbourne comic great comic went saw his uh trial show of his new show in the Melbourne Fringe, Vabene, about being Italian, which was great. It's obviously very raw. It's like just, he's just kind of figuring out the show, but I think that's going to be a great show in the comedy festival. I'm really excited to see where that goes. And then after that, saw uh, my friend Holly Brindley, a filmmaker. Um, She had a show. Now, let me get this right. Oh, no, not that. I think it's called the interlude. The interlude uh, in the Melbourne Fringe. Now, are there any performances left? I'd recommend this, man. It was really good. It's an experimental film. There's 90 minutes of film, but you go in, you sit down whenever you want, you watch as much as you like. 14 to 16. Well, it's over, so fuck you. Um... You sit down in this room and it's just playing on a loop and you can walk in whenever and watch as much or as little or whatever. And it was a very interesting, like, there were some scenes of like a person eating, but then there were scenes of people giving each other massages and just these people interacting with each other in ways that like it changes what you think when you sit down. Like when we sat down, there was a person giving another person a massage and it was very pleasant. I really liked it. And it was just, I just felt like warm, fuzzy feelings of watching two people have a nice moment with each other and break down the boundary between two people in a non-sexual way. It was important. I don't want to watch two people fuck. I do, but I'm trying not to. (laughs) 
that was the first scene and I went with a couple friends and they didn't really know what it was and I mean, I kind of knew but not really either but we sat down, we're watching this, the room's set up really nice, there's couches, there's a beautiful rug, we've got headphones on, it's comfortable, it's on a big projector and then there were some other scenes of people talking and then there was this scene of the four of them in a room eating spaghetti quietly but like you can hear them chewing and I fucking hated it it made me so mad they were just eating the whole fucking time (laughs) and like this cutlery clinking on the plates oh i could not imagine worse footage and it went for so long it went for like long and then a bit longer and then more again like it just kept but it, it made me think like we came in at the massage and then there was the food. And so the massage made me feel really nice and then the food made me feel angry, but it took me a long time to feel angry because I felt so good after watching the massage and then there were a few other things or whatever. But if we had come in at the food and that had been our first experience of the thing, it would have been like, man, I don't know if I like this. And then maybe there was something after, you know, like it just, it ch- when you come in changes the way that you see all of the other stuff, it contextualizes it differently. It was very interesting and I really liked it. And you know what? I think, I, I generally tend to think any piece of art that makes you angry, even if you hate the feeling, that's good art because it's still evoking an emotion, which I think is the, the job, you know, it's to make you feel something and then you think about that, you think about why the person who made it and made that am i reacting in the way that i think they intended or maybe not and why is that and that's all really interesting like my friend who made that film is a very quiet softly spoken person but i know from knowing her personally and i've already said her name so i don't know sorry i guess um this isn't that personal of a thing but i know that she gets really annoyed when people say that she's quiet, um, it annoys her and I know that she has this like, maybe I'd call it rage. I don't know. I mean, I don't know her super well, but like we've had conversations about this and uh, that's really interesting because it seems to me that to film four people in a room eating in a way that is like everyone knows that people hate listening to other people eat. It's just gross. So to film that for so long, like it wasn't just a, it was, I can't emphasize how long it went for. I was like, how big are these plates of spaghetti that these fucking cunts are eating? You got to have some kind of anger inside you (laughs) to want to put that, you know, and to make it go for so long that it's not just like, you make it go for long enough that it's like, oh, okay, whoever's watching it, they get it now. There was a decision there where they went, oh, yeah, they get it. Now keep it fucking going. Fuck them who's watching. That's like a deliberate, a deliberate. <laughs> and I want you guys to know, maybe if you're thinking about that in regards to this podcast, I've not made a deliberate decision if you're feeling like disgusted by the things that I've said. I mean, if you're still listening, you're probably okay. But I've not made a deliberate decision to disgust you. I don't want to disgust you. How do I want you to react to this? I want you to laugh. I want you to 
think about other times in your life when you felt the same emotions that I'm kind of talking about right now and, you know, feel like that there's someone else out there who feels the same things as you and that that's comforting and nice. I think, yeah, and then like maybe think about the, or like you hear the way that I'm experiencing the difficulty that I go through in my life and and then that I'm laughing at it and you think that's funny and you laugh too. That's what I want. That's how I would like you to experience this podcast. I'm not angry and I'm not trying to hurt you. Um, <clears throat> anyway, that was Friday night. Saturday did did the improv course and then after that, this was probably the highlight of my week, man. Saturday was such a good day. Went to uh, Carlton Primary School. There's an AstroTurf football pitch there and me and a bunch of other guys, there were like 18 of us. We played, uh, we played futsal for like maybe three hours. What? Did I just hear a knock on the door? Well, my mate's not going to be here for another hour, so whoever that is can fuck off. Um, yeah, we played futsal for like three hours, man. Just like started playing, more people rocking up. We went from half court to full court, and then by the end it was really congested, but it was such a good game. I, got, I caught a challenge right at the start that hurt my ankle, but my ankle didn't swell up, and I was like, you know what? I reckon it's fine, and I just played on it the whole time. Um, just great, great to play futsal with a bunch of guys, mixed levels, some good, some bad, whatever, but it was a challenging game, sweating the whole time, I've started to look at my body and see I've got a little belly and I've maybe put on a kilo or so and I don't like that, so running around, I was like, just keep pushing, man, because I know I'm not going to go to the gym, so this is an opportunity to just keep running and keep burning off all the fucking bullshit and whatever, so, and I think everyone was in the kind of same mindset of like, we're all here now, let's not take a break because as soon as we take a break, we'll lose the momentum of this game that we're playing. So let's just keep going. No one even looked at their phone. Oh, and someone came along with a speaker and they were playing fucking 90s hip hop, which was so sick. Um, and then after that, a friend of mine recommended me go and see a band at the Curtain. I asked her, like, who's good? She does sound tech for a bunch of venues, so she knows a bunch of the local, like, music scene. I was like, who's good? Who should I go and see? I want to see something tonight. And she said, go and see this guy called Resix or Rizix, Resix. Physics, but with an R instead of a P. The guy's name is Reese. And they were fucking awesome, man. I went and saw them at the Curtain. I saw the two supports. It's kind of like punk but it's not really super angry and it's maybe a bit more jangly and like there's a bit more musicianship than just like punk you know um the songs were like a bit more it's not just complete chaos and like whatever anything goes there were like there were like recognizable kind of parts and sections in the chorus and the bridge and all this stuff. I don't know, man. It was just, I don't know how to describe it. I don't have the, I don't have the vocabulary to describe music, but the one song, and maybe I'll put that song at the end of the podcast this week was, um, about him missing his train. And he goes, I just miss my, I just miss my train. Uh, I don't want to walk. I don't want to wait for an Uber. Cause I just miss my, I just miss my train. 
Yeah. Yeah. High energy stuff. And this dude, man, he's got such a fucking aesthetic about him. I, oh, my God. You've never seen a cunt look like this guy. Look up on Instagram. Resix underscore. I think it's Resix underscore. Physics, but with an R. I don't know how to pronounce it. It was funny. They're... they're um, the like banner at the back of the stage had like the logo like resix in a big colored thing and then underneath it it's pronounced and then the word again so funny like no guy to whatever you get it resix it's pronounced resix yeah they were really good it was he was saying it was his first time headlining the curtain it was a pretty good audience there for him um the vibes were great the music was awesome. It was catchy. I enjoyed it. I will listen to more, I reckon. And just nice to go out and do something that I hadn't really done. I ran into a couple of people. I ran into my friend who recommended it. I ran into another friend that I hadn't seen in a while. Chatted to him for a bit. Um, just cool to do something outside of my world, you know? I've been doing that a little bit this week. Improv. Huh? A friend of mine is about to show up at my house and we're going to do, he's going to do an acting workshop for me, um, which is something that we've been kind of thinking about doing for a while. Just because I want to add something to my performance when I do stand up, I think there's like elements of my performance that could be better. That's why I did the improv course as well, just to add stuff, do things, get out of my comfort zone. That's what I'm trying to do. But anyway, man, I think I've talked enough this week, to be honest. What's this podcast called? It's called The Battle Podcast. That's got to be the name for it. And what is the picture? What picture? Maybe the picture will be, yeah, just like I got a picture of the, got a picture of the fucking futsal pitch that we played on Saturday. I didn't really take that many pictures this week because I've been so busy. I've been heaps, doing heaps of stuff, feeling really good. So, um, yeah. All right. That's me. I hope you guys are doing good. Give us a review on uh, on Spotify and iTunes. Five stars, man. Do it. If you haven't done it, I know there's heaps of people that haven't because I've only got 18, 18 fucking reviews on iTunes and I'm getting over 100 listeners now. So I know there's some of you listening right now who haven't done it. Go on iTunes or Spotify, whichever one you use, and review the podcast five stars. Do it as soon, like now. And pause it. Do it now on your phone. And then... Come back and you'll hear Resex's song. I just missed my train. I think that's the name of the song. Anyway, thank you all for listening. This has been Aiden Jones sitting under a tree. Peace. Oh, can I come over? Stay on your sofa. Even on your porch outside. I'm stuck at the tram stop right near the lamp spot. Where we met last time. Can I come over? Your place is
day I don't want to pay for an Uber And I just missed my, I just missed my train